0: Welcome to the core creative podcast with this podcast we hope to promote local creative businesses and people I am your host Jordan Hennessy and today I'm in the beautiful home of professional declutterer Anne-Marie Kingston of White Sage decluttering after completing a 12 month course recognized by the declutter Academy in Limerick Anne-Marie set up her own business supporting people let go of items they no longer need. Today we'll discuss the light bulb moment that initiated her career in this unique profession, the multifaceted layers of decluttering, her tips, challenges and future plans. You're very welcome to Core Creative Henry. Thank you very much for having me Geraldine. Decluttering, it's not an everyday profession. How did you get into it?
1: Very good question, Dean. I've been doing this for the last, oh God, 30 plus years. So I suppose my personal story and journey has been that my dad was diagnosed with cancer in his leg when I was two. And as a result, his leg was amputated. My mum took on the family farm. And as an only child, I took on the household duties and I suppose the upkeep of the house from a really young age. And unknown to me, I was decluttering in organizing and it wasn't a word that I suppose that was out there back then back in like the early kind of early 80s so I've been doing it that long and I suppose down through all my employment down through the years everyone who say to me Amory you must be so organized your house must be like a doll's house and everything like that and it's only in the last kind of few years since I've set up my business that it's all kind of just I can just see where it was coming from unknown to me I was doing it and that's really where it kind of came from,
0: mm-hmm. from okay. a really young age. And your house is like a doll's <laughs> ah, Thank you so much, Arlene. And why did you choose White Sage as your, your business name?
1: No, when I heard you were coming this morning, I had to bring my bunch of White Sage that I have here in front of us. And of part of our studies, when I did my decluttering studies back in 2016 with the Declutter Academy in Limerick with Breida Stack. Part of it was, again, obviously, different ways of clearing negative energy. And this is what clutter is it is negative, st- stagnant energy. I said, Look, I'll give it a go because there was different things to try out. And I said, Look, I'll give it a go and see how I go. And I went back to Limerick the following week and I was like, Brita, what is with this white sage? And she goes, What do you mean? And I said, I have absolutely cleared my whole attic with it, from just burning the sage, opening the windows, and just cleansing the space. And she and she made a little um, a little wink uh, in her eye, and she goes, "I'm oh, right. I think you have your business name. And really, the rest is history. That's where that it came is, from. Yeah. And I actually use white sage. The funny thing is, I use white sage obviously myself. But I go into clients' homes if I feel the energy is really kind of stagnant, really st- kind of stuck,
0: I'll stage up that space just to clear it. Okay. Yeah. So, quite a practical name, really. Very practical <laughs> name, absolutely. And can you explain to our listeners some of the services, I suppose, that you offer?
1: Perfect. So, there's three ways to work with me. So, when I started first day, it was, God, it's really funny when I go back, Journey, to see how my business has even evolved for myself. Because I started off first day with half day sessions and full day sessions. And I was like, what? But I realized within. Oh my God. I realized probably within kind of a month to two months into business that I knew that clients needed more support from me. It wasn't just like a corner of a room. It wasn't just a room. It was, a lot of it was more house. It was more rooms the house or full homes, full a cluster to the guilds. So obviously I offer hands-on the cluttering services. Where I transform a space in a day, I take away our clutter, which all my clients love. <laughs> and with that, then I take I also take items to the recycling center. And also, I suppose COVID then kicked in. So obviously we had to, to jizz things up and pivot our businesses like a lot of people. So I do virtual sessions online as well. Where I support clients all over Ireland and beyond. And I also have my academy, which is called White Sage Academy, where I have members joining there. That is kind of more of a DIY decluttering, but I'm there for support. I'm there for accountability, get people to get the clutter out and put systems into their home.
0: So is the academy like a, a member's area? It's is a membership. It? Yeah, okay. it's a okay. membership, a Facebook membership. Okay. And do you think that the increase in working from home and the pandemic generally have contributed to the need to declutter and reclaim space or?
1: Definitely. Because I've spoken to women again all over... Do you know, different areas of Ireland and a lot of them has shared with me, they were saying, do you know, there's been, I suppose, like adventures and disadvantages to COVID. But some people would say, look, there wasn't birthday parties if people had young kids, there wasn't people coming into the house. And, you know, it was kind of pushed to the side while other people took on decluttering to a new extreme because they had the time to do it. Another thing, Jolene, actually, is a lot of people were working remotely from home. Mm-hmm. So like, do you know, and we thought like within, say, two or three weeks that the pandemic would have passed over. But... A lot of people were using their kitchen table, their dining room table as their offices and then they realized it was kind of a bigger picture so they needed actually to maybe clear out that dump room and make it actually into a home office Mm -hmm. because a lot of people again as you know are not work like they might now be working from home three days a week and in the office two days a week. Mm. So I suppose everything is like the dynamics of the home has changed as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just really important I suppose just to be aware of your surroundings because when you are surrounded by clutter all the time. It's affecting your concentration, your accountability, your productivity, everything and the relationships in the home. So it's really important just to have an area that is really decluttered and organized. Okay.
0: And what would be your dream project?
1: Oh my God. Great question. I suppose it really gets my blood pumping, so to speak, is really like a house full of clutter. To be quite honest, from head to toe, God. I have done homes, I suppose, from like, and every session I would do is varies. So it could be like, I could be there for one day. I've been homes for 28 days and all various, but I suppose my dream is to kind of go in there and do a full, and I've done it for homes over like five days, 10 days or, or 28 days and declutter the whole area, put in systems and again, take away the clutter. And it's just magic.
0: It must be quite transformative for someone that when you come in and you do what you do yeah. and then they's like this space and it must be have a real positive effect and not just the house but on on the person you oh know? my god yeah. like
1: for for some for everyone's well-being like in first sales really, we know like when the clutter is gone how better we feel about ourselves mm-hmm. do you know there's no like jack put that away there's no shouting and roaring at each mm-hmm. other it's just all about just utilizing your time better the most people that have reached out to me and they're continuously at housework they won't leave the house until basically everything is cleared And it's just that they, do you know, they're losing out in so much. Mm. They really, really Mm. are. So it's really important just to kind of just clear it and just because, do you know, as I keep saying, and I've spoken, I suppose, big time about this, I suppose, over the last kind of six months, like on RT radio and different radio shows and um, newspapers, but like, we can't take it with us. We can't take the clutter with us. And I'm really, really, I suppose, this is my thing for 2022 is like, do you know what? Get on that decluttering Boat and just start doing mm-hmm, it, really mm-hmm. get stuck into it because it is it is magical and it is transformative.
0: Well, I suppose once you get into it, you know, once you, it's, a lot of it is probably just the starting of it. Like yeah. like lots of things, you know, when you, until you start, you know, it's just, oh, it's just, oh, it's a thing I have to do. But when you start the process it's probably you know okay now I can keep on doing this you know and you don't have to do it all in a day you can oh, God, just no. yeah little bits yeah. you know just every day or every few days you absolutely know? Yeah. and
1: that's what I'm always saying like Charlene declutter is a process mm-hmm. I, I like how I describe it it's like an onion so basically you're peeling the onion because there is continuous and continuous layers because they're wrapped around they're this way they're that way so it's really important just to kind of just keep going with the process because unfortunately the clutter never ends mm-hmm. there's always stuff coming in but it has to go it has to come out as well you have to as i always say you have to balance that sisa
0: mm-hmm. if it's not if it's coming in you have to get something out as yeah. win in return yeah. yeah okay and what would be your number one tip for decluttering
1: oh number one tip oh god i have when a mess just one tip <laughs> <laughs> <So>
0: <laughs> <regardless. so>
1: <laughs> i suppose like i just mentioned there i suppose get it out of the house like my big thing is the key to decluttering is to get it out of your house within 12 to 24 hours so like i suppose clutter backtracking like jolene Clutter is items you have not used in the last 12 to 18 months. Mm-hmm. Now you'll have obviously the exceptions like the funeral clothes and occasional wear like that in different bits and pieces and really like keepsakes. Mm-hmm. But like any items that the kids aren't using that you're not wearing, the utensils and the presses that are just overloaded that you haven't used in the last 12 to 18 months you have to be a small bit rootless with it and just mm. get it out. Do you mm. know what you're using? Uh, yeah, and yeah. we're creatures of habit, and we use that same stuff all Obviously. the time. And I've been saying this during COVID, like we had a world pandemic and I kept saying like, do you know what? If you haven't used it in the world pandemic, when will you use it?
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's very true. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> and what role does decluttering play in terms of say, the environment?
1: Do you know what? That's a good question because the amount of people that I work with they don't know where to take stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about, I suppose, do you know, I'm all about re-educating and helping people to take stuff to the right place. So for instance, like, do you know, go to, become best friends with your recycling center. The recycling center is an amazing, amazing mm-hmm. facility on our doorstep. I'm very lucky here I'm in Kilty I have Kilty as well as Bendon at my doorstep. So like, you can take like your metal there. So if the saucepans and the nance stickers get off it, it can go into the metal and they'd be Melted down back into metal again. Mm. You have like obviously of you your glass and your paper and everything like that. But again, like instead of putting say like maybe, and we like we're all trying to do a bit for the environment. But instead of like maybe burning, take your mattresses to the recycling center. Do mm. you know we're all trying to do a bit for our environment. Instead of trying clothes that are, maybe shredded that there's holes in that the wires have come out of the brass because I would have done brass collections uh, back in 2019 for nile, the nile melon trust um for the women in South Africa. But like, instead of them going in the green bin, they can actually be sent to a charity. Okay. Or to the charity shop and they can be recycled back into clothing. Instead All of putting right. them in your green bin, they'll go into the landfill and they'll never they'll never be able to wrap because 'cause they're not natural fibers. Again with shoes.
0: So even, sorry, even even clothes with holes and stuff, you can... You can sh- recycle. Oh, really? So
1: basically, they will be down into ribbons So basically, okay. ribbon, they'll be recycled back into clothing. They're sent to a recycling company. So the charity shop actually get five euro per black bag. Okay. And they're sent off to a recycling center, recycling back into clothing.
0: Oh, okay. Something I no. learned there now. Yes, Thanks very much. no for that. bother. <laughs> and would it be fair to say that emotions play a significant part in the act of decluttering?
1: Oh, absolutely. I suppose the clients I work with, Jolene are they're very overwhelmed, they're frustrated, they're stuck, they just don't know where to start. And a lot of it is like there's an emotional buying kind of coming through it as well. Because again, they have gone through something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say to me, I mean, why can't people just gonna skip and throw it out? That's not the way it is, and that's not the way I run my business. I'm all about supporting my clients because a lot of my clients have had gone through maybe there could be a breakdown of a marriage or relationship. There could have been they could have lost a child. There could have been maybe a house move, uh, divorce, separation, uh, just a busy mom trying to keep all those bloody balls mm. going in the sky and mm. the air and trying to keep everyone going, keep the whole show going. But there is so much and a lot of it is we, sometimes we mightn't just have the time mm-hmm. and it, it comes to a stage then that like the clutter might start in one Spare room, the dump room, and it just ripples out across. As I say, it's kind of like a snowball that kind of basically starts as a very small snowball and just literally takes over. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh my God. And I've had clients, I'd be driving up the drive and they're out, not in a long time now, thankfully, but they'd be oh God bless them, with the tissues. And they're like, Emery, I don't think I can do it. Because oh, they're gosh. so yeah. over, to, they're just like, oh my God, like Emery, like they think I'm going to judge them that I'm going to talk about them. And I don't judge anyone's come to clutter because we all have our own stuff going on. Mm. We, and we don't know what's going on in that house. So, like, I'm there to support them. But, like, it's really important, I suppose, to know to get the right support. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people will get family and friends to do it and they would <laughs> ring me back and they're like, I pray, I can't do it. We've had a fight already. And, you see, they don't get it. The yeah. thing, you see, Darlene, with clutter, right, it's personal to us all differently. So your clutter and my clutter are pray. No, the no similarities yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So it's really important to get someone because some families come in. Ash, what you want that? Mm-hmm. Throw that out. Throw that out. And and again, going back to this bloody skips. People think they should throw on skips. Do you know what? And again, we're touching back into the environment. But everything that I take away, I rehome. Mm-hmm. So it's going to charity. If it's not super for charity, it's going to recycling. If the charity shops don't take it, I put up in the local page here in the guilty Swap and Donate mm-hmm. page. So I'm rehoming everything. So there's very very little waste. But it's really important to don't judge anyone. So if there's a family member, they are going through something. There's Mm -hmm. something going on in their life that maybe they haven't discussed with people. I'd find that a lot. I kind of come home nearly as a life coach because my clients open up to, they've opened up that something has happened to them in their life and they might not share it maybe with their family or their neighbors or friends. Mm -hmm. So it's really important, I suppose, not to judge anyone it comes to it because they're going through their their thing in life their own stuff yeah, yeah their yeah, own story yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. i suppose it's hard for people to let go you know i'm just thinking of my own stuff like because i would say i would be quite good to just get rid of stuff but then i have a room and i'm just like i have to tackle that room it's it's now the junk room like yeah. there's so much stuff like, it's, I just don't have the time to, it's closed. The kids close, you know, they grow to close yes, so so quickly. Like, there's just a and This is like a mountain. <laughs> and like, the part of me is like, like oh, the baby closed. I you know. It's so hard. Yeah, you know? and going back to the emotion
1: there, you've tipped it there again. Like, a lot of mother, and I look, we can only talk for us as mothers, mm. but it's kind of another part to letting go, because like... The kids are growing up Mm. and it can be a bit like, oh my God, you're just babies. Like like when I think of my nine-year-old, that's nine tomorrow, nine-year-old to be. And it's like yesterday he came home from hospital. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. That's another part because I find a lot of clients are a bit like... They spend money and stuff as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, because exactly. Because like, that
1: actually costs money. And there's a lot of guilt. So there's a, so much, oh my God, I could probably write a book like Jolene with the emotions that come up. Every every client of mine in every home
0: I go into is different, mm, mm, mm. but similar then in ways as well. Yeah. So I suppose what's good about you is you kind of support them yeah. to let it go. To let it go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I only work with clients like Jolene when I pop in a call with them, a telephone call. That's one of my questions. I was like, you ready to let go. Yeah. And they're like, I am ready 1000%. And if they're not ready, I'd say, look, let's connect maybe back maybe in two or three months time okay. and see where you are.
0: So you, you don't push them. I don't push. Have
1: to really they have awesome. to be ready 1000%. Um, they have to be fully committed to
0: my, my programs. Okay. And what are the biggest challenges you face? Mm.
1: Well, no, from time to time, I suppose this was the whole thing when I set up my business, because obviously I was in the financial financial sector of Bank of Ireland for God, nearly 12 years. And when I, like at the time we had two kids, we now have three, but at the time I wanted to kind of have that balance of kind of Family and work life. Mm-hmm. Still be er- earning my money, but still be at home with the kids. And I suppose I was lucky. I suppose look that we were, were farming here in Clanachiltie, and look, John was there. And I'm not, I'm not um, an expensive commodity to have. <laughs> but like, <laughs> do you know he was able to support me like when I took the time out to be at home with the kids. Yeah. But I suppose the thing is, it's to find that work work balance mm-hmm. now sometimes it could be like sweet and divine it can be a bit like crazy mm-hmm. but look it's not always crazy but mm-hmm. that was my whole thing with setting up my business I work say I'm decluttering two week two days physically a week I'm online during the week so it's having that balance mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I want to be here as well like for the kids for you know for drop off or come away, for this is matches if there's pickups or whatever mm. that's what I want I want to be able to follow my passion and my dreams what I do mm-hmm. and that I love doing and I dream and sleep decluttering and organizing <laughs> and I want to be there for my kids as
0: well yeah. to support them. Okay, so it's the work-life it's balance. It's the work-life balance. Yeah, and enough. as I
1: said, like some days it's brilliant, it's very smooth. Some weeks it can be just up and down like a rollercoaster ride. Well, yeah, I think that's, that's it.
0: it. I think that's the same for now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. And which piece of technology or software can you not live without? Oh no. my God,
1: my husband would tell <laughs> kill me, it's going to be my my phone and my laptop, my phone, yeah. I suppose, because yeah. look, that's for all my pictures are, my before and after pictures yeah. that I've consented for my clients. That's where I suppose, look, that's the first port of contact that they ring me or mm. they text me and say, I'm really, look, I need support. And my laptop for Zoom. Now I do Zoom and my phone as well, but they would be really my two, if I'm
0: allowed to, mm-hmm. my laptop and my phone. They're your, your work. They're so my work. <laughs> yeah, 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 very good. And what are your plans going forward? Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I suppose. This year I have a span new, swanky, beautiful uh, website. So I'm going to be expanding my online shop with that. I have new products that I'm just developing at the moment. So I'm going to be rolling them out shortly. I suppose with my business, I suppose with my one-to-one sessions, I would have started off first day like in West Cork only. Mm-hmm. And then I branched out to Cork. Then I went nationwide back in 2018. And then COVID obviously put me in my, mm. put, slowed me down and mm. that was okay too. So I suppose look from time to time I do open my diary I do travel outside of Cork mm-hmm. like to date I've already gone this year to Kerry and Shannon and County Clare mm-hmm. yeah there'll be kind of more expanding that and I'll see there's a lot of things in the pipeline um that I'm still kind of I'm kind of what I do Jolene, like with my business I'm all I kind of, sitting things while I have to kind of get comfortable so I suppose to up level to the next level I have yeah. to kind of go I kind of I like to process things and I like to kind of procrastinate as well yeah. <laughs> since the professionally clutter, but it's just I kind of sit on the fence for a while till I feel I'm ready to kind of go again. But there's yeah. a lot. Watch the space, guys. Um, there is a lot more to come oh, and more to awesome. see it for me. Yeah. So,
0: like you, you think you think come up with an idea, you mull it over I for do. a while, yeah. and then you're happy to once yeah, you're yeah. happy, and then it's full steam ahead. It's
1: full steam ahead. I just have to like that. Like my clients, I suppose I kind of need a loving shove too. Yeah. <laughs> Because I do kind of like, to know, I'm bit like, oh God, no, I can't do that. And I know what my clients want and need, but I just need to just give that little push and I'm up there and I'm flying it. Very good.
0: And what piece of advice would you give to other people thinking of setting up in business and what mistakes or good choices did you make that you think would be of benefit to others?
1: First of all, go to your local enterprise office. Mm-hmm. There's so many women who are following me, have connected with me. They're like, Emory, what would you advise? And like, I'm not a business mentor. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm delighted that people reach out and say, Emory, what would you recommend? And I suppose the first thing is go to the local enterprise office in your area. With me, right, I had this idea of decluttering. So when I was decluttering, when my... I suppose my, oh, my whole decluttering, going back to your first question, Janine, was I was above in the hat press. Cueva at the time was only six months. Mm. Got down for a nap and I was above in the hat press, clear No, it's a walk in hot press. It's after a standard kind of hat press. It's a room that's converted mm-hmm. and it's a walk in wardrobe on the other side. You know, you see that picture on TV and the light bulb moment goes off. <laughs> yeah. That was me. I had that light bulb moment and it went off. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember emailing the local enterprise board, but for some reason, my idea never... That email never got to anyone.
0: Oh, god. It fell through the
1: cracks. I don't know. Maybe it was just not meant to be. Yeah, exactly. At that moment. At yeah. that moment. And I went, I suppose, on my own. I had my... Like, I had my uh, decluttering studies done. I was a qualified professional declutterer. But... For some people, that can be a real knock-on effect. They'd be like, okay, they don't want to hear me. Mm. While I kept going, and it's only now, I suppose, down the line that I'm kind of back in there and I'm going in there for mentoring and stuff mm. like that. So definitely go to your local enterprise office. Another thing would be join your local Network Ireland group. Mm-hmm. I am vice president for Network Ireland West Cork, which is an amazing, amazing group of like-minded women. Find your tribe that are going to support you, mm-hmm. that gets you. And that's another thing with the local enterprise board as well. They have a list of different mentors. Sometimes you mightn't get the right mentor, but go again. Mm -hmm. You might go two or three times. It might, because they have to get you, they have to get your business and they they need to see, they want to get your passion as well. Mm. And that's where they're going to support you. And they'll help you like with pricing, with marketing, like who's your niche. And that's really, really important as well. So Network Ireland, definitely, they're absolutely amazing. They're great for PR. They're great for recommending one another. Mm-hmm. And again, as I said, like-minded the women, they, we absolutely thrive with that. Mm. And the third thing is, I suppose, what has made me, I suppose, who I am, is taking on a business coach. Mm-hmm. I had a business coach for four years, Sarah Leather, here in Artfield and Clan who is an amazing support for me and has saw the potential that I had and I suppose what my business could grow to. Mm-hmm. So definitely get those supports. And again, another thing, it could be, I know, I suppose, myself, and it could be going back to one of your questions as well, being a challenge. When you're working on your own, if it's from your home office or whatever, you don't have a shop door. Mm-hmm. So there's now a shop door down in the main street in Clannacilty mm-hmm. opening. This is my shop door. So like I have you know, you have to reach out and be able to pick up the phone to someone and say, do you know what? I'm having a crap there. Get someone who gets you and read because they are the people who are going to help you and lift you and just move you forward because it is just so important just to find people who are your tribe. Really and truly.
0: And can I ask you, were saying there about the, the light bulb moment. Did you, had you decided to do the course before that light bulb No. Moment? No, no. The so- thing
1: was, was, okay, the light bulb moment went off. <laughs> Quiva was still asleep. I literally ran off my hot breast onto my home office and started Googling decluttering, professional declutterer. I had business names and everything in a notebook Gosh, written down. yeah. Not into white sage, the funny thing yeah. was. And then actually that night, Quiva must have woken up asleep around three or four o'clock for her night battle. Mm. And I was feeding her a rocky way in the chair. And then again... It was my holy grail. I suppose when I was, you know, trying to, when even when I was feeding my kids, was Facebook was on, and I was just flicking through just to kind of keep awake. And mm. next minute, da 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 da, a course to become a professional declutter and set up your business in Limerick. Gosh. And basically, so if the universe wasn't sending me signs, Jolene, yeah, I don't know yeah. what it was. But I suppose look, that's where that's where my story happened. And as I keep saying, you know what, we're here for a reason and we're here to we're here to follow our dreams and our passions yeah. and this is what I love doing
0: very good so we went back to the beginning back to the beginning to, to end most it most important. <laughs> that's it well thanks so much Anne-Marie for, thank you Jodie for the us. opportunity so if you want to learn more about Anne-Marie and the services she offers you can find links to her social media and website on corpcreative.ie